Hey. What are you doing hey. in the classroom? Hey. I'm taking tests in the classroom. Hey. I'm gonna do I'm my, my best, best in the classroom. Welcome back to the Woman Podcast. I am not Katie Bizet. I am indeed Emily Free, and I have taken over this thing because this weekend we had Next Gen Takeover. Um, and basically, what that means is all across the state, we had students leading in worship, students leading on um, on the stage. They were speaking, students in the parking lot. So really, we just highlighted all of our student ministries this weekend and let them have a spot in ministry on Sunday morning. Um, and so, because of that, we decided, hey, we're going to follow this up with a little woman podcast. And um, I am in the room with some of our leaders. My husband Justin and I get to pastor the college students in Conway. Um, It's a ministry called Elevation. And if you're out there listening, shout out. We meet every Sunday at 7 p.m. And we'd love to have you. But we say college age because you don't have to be in college, okay? It's anywhere from 18 to 25. Um, But I'm sitting here with some of our leaders. And girls, I'd love for you to introduce yourselves. We'll start with you, Liv. I'd love to hear your name what you do, and your favorite ice cream. Ooh, okay. So like Emily said, my name's Olivia. Um, I'm a full-time college student, and I'm about to apply to nursing school. I'm super excited. My favorite flavor of ice cream, I don't know if this is considered an ice cream, but I always get the root beer freeze (laughs) at Andy's, but it's it's so good. Like, it's almost like a milkshake vibe, but... I'm always down for just like a solid That's so classic good. vanilla. That's so. good. Jania. Hello, my name is Jania. I am a senior at UCA, so almost done. Go yes, go bears. go bears. And my favorite ice cream is chocolate chip cookie dough, but from Brahms specifically, oh, specifically. because they have the best ice cream in the world. Love mm. it. I'm Julia, and I work full time on the creative team with in the film department at the church and my favorite ice cream I'm I'm pretty specific I only like it this from Andy's it's the milkshake but I get it with espresso and Oreos Ooh, that's like the best I swear yeah. they had espresso don't get it late at night because then you will not go oh, yeah. facts facts uh, yeah. my name is Jalen I just graduated from NLC college um Go, what's our mascot? We don't have a mascot. Oh. <laughs> our, mascot <laughs> our mascot is Jesus. Uh-huh. Go Jesus. We love him. Uh, <laughs> what do I do? Oh, I work full time for a college ministry called Stumo. And I've been leading in the ministry for a few years now. So. Love it. Uh, well, like I said, my name's Emily, and I have to say my favorite ice cream because it is also very specific. Oh, I didn't say my ice cream. Oh, whoa, well, say your Get ice cream. Sorry, I'm sorry, just sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, I feel like we're all doing Andy's, but Andy's, whenever I mix, it's so weird, but I do cheesecake and espresso, and 
It's Max. So. Ooh, Wait, ooh, ice cream so cheesecake? Che- no, Andy's what? custard with oh. cheesecake and espresso. Oh, that's okay. serious. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to me. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite is TCBY cotton candy. Ooh. So okay. you've said this, mm-hmm. and it's so right. good. Um, okay, so we're gonna dive in. Um, I'm gonna read. Well, I'm going to say the question first. So when I was texting the girls about doing the podcast, the thing that I thought about for them is I had this question in mind. What does it mean to be set apart in today's culture? And it's crazy because this Sunday, Tanner Bezet, a video played all across the state of him speaking about the next generation. And he said, I see a generation that is countercultural. And so this just plays right into the next gen weekend. But I want to read Romans 12, 1 and 2. And this this is the message message version. And I love it so much for the way it's worded. It says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. And then John 17, 15 through 18 says, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I've sent them into the world. So just a couple scriptures to to, um, help us as we dive in. But I just want each of you to answer that question. What does it mean to be set apart in today's culture? Whoever wants to start. We don't have to go in a specific order. I'll go first. Um, Okay, so I love this question. Um, And I think that typically the way that this question is asked or the way that at least I've always interpreted this question has been like how do you set your part yourself apart from the world specifically but I feel like the word culture is in like means anything that is like around you so there's like Mm -hmm. a Christian culture Mm -hmm. um there's a Mm -hmm. world culture there are many different types of cultures that are surrounding us and so what does it mean to be set apart from just culture in general not I don't think it specifically means necessarily only means the world against Mm -hmm. Christian I think it just means cultures that we can become so like we follow it so heavily Mm -hmm. that it becomes a god over god and so i think that for me when it says um what does it mean to be set apart in today's culture i'm going to come from the perspective of just like culture in general um including christian culture world culture and i think that it literally just means that in everything that we do we choose Jesus first and we yeah. we align it with the scripture and the word of God um and even if it like even if it comes from trustworthy people even if even if it comes from people that love the Lord not that you can't trust their word because of course the Lord gave them to us for a reason but mm-hmm. ultimately he is asking us to go to him first in all of our circumstances um and so to be set apart literally just means like putting him first and he is he is the main source that we go to and then so through good. that everything else is filtered like through him because we seek him first mm-hmm. um, and so I was reading one morning um, and it was it's from Matthew 
16 um, and it starts in verse 24 and it says then Jesus told his disciples if anyone would come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me mm. for whoever would save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it and I think that that verse encompasses what it means mm. to be set apart yeah. that's so that's good so Jania I love that so much it's good um I Jania love. and Olivia are sharing <laughs> no, a mic. <laughs> That's I like why the slowly, awkward pause. I slowly grabbed the mic. You guys are doing great. Um, that was so good. And it just reminded me of like the truth that um, as you yield your spirit to God, his desires become your desires. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that some believers, when you hear set apart, um, like some believers pride themselves in walking in like a holier than thou fashion right. and others um, kind of are ensnared to like this legalism and stiff rules. Um, and both of those extremes do not breathe the abundant life that God has for us when we joyfully wow. surrender to wow. him. Um, but with that, we're also not called to live like careless lives under the banner of freedom in Christ, mm-hmm. just um, kind of rejecting purity and embracing like a worldly compromised existence um because the word does explicitly instruct us to abstain from certain things mm-hmm. um but there is freedom and joyfully surrendering surrendering yeah. to him yeah. and um set apartness doesn't just come from those set of roles but a passionate relationship mm-hmm. with the lord yeah that's so good that reminds me of ellen's message last week and she spoke she said a phrase that has just stuck with me stuck with me and she said it's not about performance it's about fellowship mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. when when we're so caught up with am i doing good am i not mm-hmm. doing good am i doing good am i not doing good then we're missing the key part in our relationship with the lord which yeah. is like she talked about abiding like mm-hmm. our fellowship with him and so yeah. i love that live it's so yeah. good mm-hmm. that makes me think of uh, i've been reading this Francine Rivers book which some people are like cheesy Christian fiction what but (laughs) (laughs) it's like honestly so good and something I've been learning from the book is about um being set apart like you were saying live like in the the Bible the Pharisees and um even after Jesus came um died arose went back to heaven the Jews were so against the Christians and like Mm -hmm. you were not being set apart you were preaching Mm. something so not true um and so jews set them set themselves apart from christians and then the romans who of the time like looked down on christians um and so there's like the negative connotation of set apart where like you're holier than thou or Mm. you're better than or Mm. i don't participate in these things because i am not like you Mm -hmm. i'm different i'm higher up um but in the book, the main character, she's a Christian in uh, the Roman Empire, and they all think she's a Jew of, at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but slowly, she starts to reveal through how she chooses to serve and love them, even when they don't treat her correctly, mm-hmm. um, or even when they choose to do things that are maybe what she wouldn't want to do or wouldn't please God. Um, how she chooses to love them and see them—it's mm-hmm. just like kind of profound, just how being set apart isn't just about like I'm going to do these actions and um, not do these things so that people don't look at me like this or right. so that um, I can seem better than someone but it's even more so about how Jesus served and loved those who didn't think they mattered mm-hmm. and who did choose those things that Christ doesn't love for you to choose um, 
and just through serving and loving them, they see Christ. Like they see That's the love. That's so good. Um, and so it like it challenges me. Like, what's it mean to be set apart for me when I am mostly in a Christian environment mm-hmm. at church or at my workplace, which is mostly Christian? Like, how am I, like Janina said, going to be set apart yeah. in mm-hmm. those things? Um, but then out in the world, like, how am I going to serve and love someone despite what mm-hmm. they do to me, say to me, yeah. despite what they themselves do? And how am I not going to bring condemnation upon them um, accidentally or on purpose and just show Christ through those things? That's yeah. good. That is good. It's so good, Jalen. Julia. <laughs> <laughs> so when I read this question, I the way I perceived it was like practical steps that you can yeah. take. Um, what does that look like? And so something that I've just noticed as a culture media is just a huge thing whether it's tv movies Mm -hmm. social media podcasts like literally (laughs) anything we get so caught up in like what's popular right now what's uh what is my friend watching what Mm -hmm. is this person suggesting Mm -hmm. for me to watch and sorry let me catch my breath for a second (laughs) i know it's hard to breathe in this thing i feel like they're gonna hear me you're doing great you're doing great (laughs) (laughs) we don't expect you guys to be professional podcasters thank goodness (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so whether it's social media television movies anything especially for me i i grew up loving movies i went to school and studied film so that's what I watched was all these different movies that they were telling me to watch. And I'll be real with you. A lot of it was not very appropriate sometimes Mm -hmm. because it was people portraying their idealistic ways of how you combat the world and like how you take on your own identity and what that should look like. And so something that I've been learning recently is being set apart. It's, it can be very practical as well. So just, take into account what are you watching what are mm-hmm. you taking in and as a kid I, I always brush that off like it's really not that big of a deal for right. me to watch this I know that I shouldn't do that <laughs> so it's not a big deal like I can watch Grey's Anatomy and it's it's fine for me to watch it and that these people do all these things but I'm not going to do that so mm-hmm. it's okay not realizing how that was affecting me internally and mentally so good and wow. so just Recognizing that was the I'll first. Be watching Grey's Anatomy this week. Sorry, but I mean, we we all have these shows that yeah, we watch. Like, so true. I mean, I love the show Stranger Things and thought nothing of it until this newer season came out, and I was like, man, I really should not be watching this, <laughs> mm. but I did, and so I think it's just a huge. A huge deal in order to be set apart you really have to take into consideration and not make excuses mm-hmm. for yourself mm-hmm. and recognize like this really is hurting me mm-hmm. internally and mentally and spiritually mm-hmm. and like recognize the effect it's having on your relationship with God your quiet time yeah. are you having quiet time when you're watching stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. um that's just kind of yeah what I have a thought something that I learned a few years ago in relation to media and just like consuming on our phone and what's in front of us and mm-hmm. what's on the TV. Um, I remember the Lord, I remember thinking, like, I know they're, like, we're allowed to enjoy things, like the good things of the earth. I think in Ecclesiastes it talks about um, just enjoying the life that the Lord has blessed us with. Um, but I also know, like, whenever I binge watch a TV show, <laughs> I don't feel that great afterwards. Right. Right. And, or, like, 
even like with food, I'm like, um, I yeah. should not have eaten that much. Yeah. I feel sick. <laughs> um, yeah, just just stuff like that or music. If I'm just constantly listening to uh, secular music and it's like fun for a season. Um, but I remember the Lord teaching me the difference between enjoying something and indulging in something. Yes. Mm. And I think yes. being set apart on the same topic, um, do I enjoy like in moderation good things and maybe there's some things I shouldn't um it's different for me than someone else I shouldn't watch these shows versus this mm-hmm. um but the things I know the Lord's like yeah watch that enjoy that and not, am I enjoying it in moderation or am I indulging because mm-hmm. then right. like like Jania was saying earlier do we make it our God or mm. do we just enjoy it and honestly have like a posture of gratitude and thankfulness for the Lord and what he's provided us to get to enjoy or do I make it something that I'm just consuming for fulfillment Mm -hmm. and not genuinely like okay I loved that one episode Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. actually really excited to go sit in my bed and get the word or prayer like that's good so I totally get that. That's good. Like, it reminds yeah. me of Luke 645. It says a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. Mm-hmm. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil, evil heart. Good. good job, class. Of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. Yeah. And what we're talking about is these things that are ultimately affecting our heart mm-hmm. and it's producing bad fruit. It's not producing mm-hmm. good fruit, but it's hard to see because it's not as tangible. Like we can yeah. compare it to food, but like when you eat something bad and then you feel bad the next day, that's easy to relate mm-hmm. to. But when you watch a show that's bad, you don't see the tangible fruit per se right off the bat. And yeah. so I love that point that you made. Mm-hmm. Which, and that's not to say that TV is so sloppy. <laughs> no, I think you're going to say what I was going to say. Okay, so yeah. go ahead. No, and, like, all that to say, watching TV, like, having a social media account, all these different <laughs> right. things, it's it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just yeah. how are you using it? That's like so you, good. Like you said, Jay, mm-hmm. are you overindulging in mm-hmm. it? Are you, what are you choosing to watch when you go and watch TV? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just yeah. picking and choosing yeah. what's the best. Yeah. yeah. And I also was just thinking as well, like TV is one avenue and media is one avenue, but that's like not the only avenue mm-hmm. that could be like causing us to oh, yeah. not be set apart. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. some yeah. of that is, that's going to resonate with a lot of people hundred mm-hmm. percent. But I also think, I think about, um, oop, don't give me lion. I think, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> forget every example. <laughs> I know, right? But I can't remember. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's whenever, uh, it's either Peter or Paul, oop, uh, that talks about how like we have different convictions and like mm-hmm. how yes. um, each person right. is affected differently and right. how we are like, it's our job to not allow our brother to stumble. Um, yeah. But the truth is you might just not have that conviction. Right. Um, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, the Holy Spirit affects us, speaks us differently. Shout mm-hmm. out to him for being a personal God. But I just think, too, maybe it's not media. Maybe it's not TV shows. Maybe you have a handle on that. But another aspect of being set apart, especially in the world today, is that we realize that this isn't, you know, the world of whatever, like you do you, or, you know, like that's not the reality of Christianity. The reality of Christianity is I submit under my master and Mm -hmm. what he tells me to do. And so an aspect of being set apart too, is that, um, 
like we there are different things that we can be convicted in and so do we realize the convictions that the lord is placing on our heart and then Mm -hmm. are we in faith to like allowing ourselves to be set apart in that specific area that he has convicted us Mm -hmm. in that's so good it's true okay i want to ask this question if you were having coffee each of you individually were having coffee with a college student or college age person or young adult woman right now, how would you encourage her on this topic? What would you say? Mm. <laughs> Jalen, where are you gonna go? Yeah. I can go. Okay. You should go. Live here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but I would just, I probably, you know, kind of ask what season of life that she's in and always encourage people like you're never too far gone. I know people hear that all the time, but it's so true. true. Um, and I would just kind of ask her like if she's trying to get as close to the line of sin as possible in her life or if Mm. she wants to really, um, just experience the freedom that comes with obeying his word and joyfully surrendering. Mm -hmm. Um, and talking about like set apartness, it is, you know, the fruits of the spirit will manifest in your life, Mm -hmm. you know, um, love, joy, peace, patience. Like you can have all of that in your life, um, by submitting to the Lord. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. That makes me, I hear a lot in college that like, especially when you go right into it, you're just like, but I want to have fun. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. like I want to experience what there's to experience, mm-hmm. and like I just want it to be a good time, get to do all these things, have this new freedom, and so it seems like being set apart and mm-hmm. following the rules of the Bible is not fun and more mm-hmm. restricting. Say it. Um, and I, I mean, I've been there. I'm like, well, I could do this, and it would be fun, and I would be seen as pretty cool in these people's <laughs> eyes, <laughs> and uh, get some street cred. Um, oh my! But. <laughs> Uh, is it is it long term? Like, yeah. is it gonna matter down the road? Mm-hmm. And then, especially in eternity, not to like scare you, but like, yeah. what matters long term? And it makes me, what you said, like, made me think of the verse in Hebrews twelve eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, "Now no discipline seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those mm. who have been trained by it." Um, and even goes on to say, strengthen your hands, um, strengthen your knees, make straight paths mm. for your feet so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Mm. So like we go into college or wherever stage of life you're in, um, expecting to have these freedoms and experiencing these fun things and mm-hmm. maybe not choosing to be so set apart just because you want to, I don't know the reason, but whatever is like broken in mm-hmm. you and struggling in you and crying out in you mm-hmm. and that you're insecure about or scared of or hiding or that you've done so horribly um choosing a life that is like of happiness mm-hmm. is just going to further break down those things yeah. um and the lord calls us to obedience one because he calls us to obedience and he's our lord who loves us and made us but also because he knows it's what brings healing yeah. like mm-hmm. That's so good. no other thing but him and choosing his boundaries for mm-hmm. us and being set apart in his fellowship and his community um, and then serving loving others is like nothing like that brings healing just yeah. him and following his word yeah. so I agree with what you said so good John 10, 10 it says I have come mm-hmm. that they may have life and have it to the full yeah and I think it's so hard for people who maybe aren't following the Lord to experience that but all of us in this room can have 
have testimonies and moments where we can say, I do have life and I have it to the full, not because I'm enjoying myself in college or I have the awesome friends or I have mm-hmm. the great career path, but because I have Jesus, yeah. I have life and I have it to the full. Yeah, mm-hmm. I found it interesting that, Jay, at the very beginning you were saying, like, you might meet with the girl and sh- she would probably be like, well, I just want to have fun. I just want to get to experience fun and life and joy and all these things and you just want to be like especially because I like you said I was that girl too like I wanted to experience life on my own because I was finally out doing my own thing and I wasn't under my parents roof anymore once I started college and it was just you want to experience all the things that the world tell you are so great and Mm -hmm. awesome but it wasn't until later that I realized like where I found true life where I found true joy and like fun was Mm -hmm whenever I found a relationship with God again, mm-hmm. or actually for the first time, mm-hmm. it wasn't until I was in college, even though I grew up in the church. And that's whenever I found a community mm-hmm. that made life fun. Mm-hmm. And it was in church. Mm-hmm. And that just isn't something that the world wants you to know. Like the enemy wants us to think that church is all about rules. Church is mm-hmm. all about structure and you can't have freedom. You don't have the ability to be your own person. Mm-hmm. And that's what the world is pushing on everyone is mm. be your own person do you, you do you girl like Janice <laughs> um but in reality we get to be ourselves in Christ and mm-hmm. that's where the fun mm. comes from that's where the joy comes from and yeah. that's what's so amazing about getting to be in that and you want to you want to tell that you want to like shake shake them be like I promise that's mm-hmm. this is so good and this is so fun but genuinely it's just something that you have to learn and you have to see and that's why it's so important for us to show them that yeah. love yeah. That's so good. Jania, I want you to answer this question. Earlier we were talking before we started recording, and I loved the thought that you had. But um, the question is, why do you think this is important to God? And I loved your answer. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's natural because we are human and we are broken to think that these things are important to God. Um because like for example if a human were to tell us like you should be set apart for my glory right it's for the gain of that human it's because that human like seeks control or Mm -hmm. they like want to be in charge or they are in charge so it's like i'm telling you these things because you know like when your parents like oh i'm (laughs) telling i'm about to go here because i said so so. it's like okay (laughs) great answer you know it's like a cop-out answer literally i'm not a parent so i feel like that's not fair of me to say but that's how it feels sometimes like as the child it's like a easy cop-out but what i've learned from the lord and what's crazy is that in his in his humility, I think the reason that it is important to him is because he realizes what it does for his children, and it's not about him. So wow. good. I think that that's literally everything of the Lord. Even to him coming and dying on the cross, it was because of what it did for us, not because of him. Mm-hmm. And. I think that he realizes that when we are set apart, when he is asking us to do this, he realizes it's because it brings life for his children. And mm. he is a God who who wants good for his children. Mm-hmm. And so I think that he asks us these things, not in a way of because I told you so and because I'm mm-hmm. God and I'm holy and you should do everything that I tell you to because I'm worthy of this. But it's because he's telling us that we are worthy of this life that he has laid out for us. Mm -hmm. Therefore I'm asking you to be set apart because I want 
of everything that this, like mm-hmm. what I can give you, I want to give you. Like everything I have is yours mm-hmm. and I want it for you. So will you yeah. please do this for me so I can do for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I feel like even on like the same lines, kind of how you're, it even goes down to how you hear the tone of his voice mm-hmm. commanding you things like mm-hmm. you could hear him saying i am holy so you be holy mm-hmm. i need you to obey me and that's how i know you love me when you obey my word and you could they could be like you could hear them in a harsh way and like hear his voice as unkind but that's just not how he speaks over mm-hmm. us and that's mm-hmm. not how he commands us yeah. he's firm and he's holy and so good um and unwavering and so he has the authority but um he gives us free will yeah. And so he yeah. calls us to those things, not yeah. out of how you would picture a parent berating their child because I said so, but like <laughs> <laughs> truly, like just because he, he purely loves you mm-hmm. and he knows he is the best thing for yeah. you. So why would right. he not ask you to come to him and be set apart with mm-hmm. him? Um, yeah. He want you to be of the world, which he knows is not as good good and pure as he is Mm -hmm. and as the only parent in this room (laughs) (laughs) um new parent but i will say on the lines of the parent disciplining their child or telling them no it's because there's some sort of danger on the other mm-hmm. end. Like yeah. the reason yeah. that I tell Denver, no, you cannot mm-hmm. open up the <laughs> the cabinets <laughs> underneath the sink. It's because there's poisonous chemicals in there mm-hmm. that yeah. if he got a hold of them, he would be severely hurt. Yeah. And so when the Lord tells us, no, we have to trust him mm-hmm. no matter how hard mm-hmm. or how bad we want to do A, B, and C. We have to trust yeah. that he is our father and that he knows mm-hmm. best yeah. and that who knows what he knows could be on the other end of that no I just said no like 80 times but (laughs) (laughs) um I I want to wrap this up Jalen I would love if you would just pray over anybody listening uh, on this topic would you just pray us out yeah Lord first just thank you that we can be with you um that we can hear from you that you've chosen us Mm. we just give you glory for the grace you have over us um for the mercy you've given us yeah, we just thank you. Mm-hmm. We don't deserve it, but you've given it to us because you love us so much. And so I pray over anyone um, struggling in the area of being set apart or who wants to be even more set apart uh, or feel like they've fallen short maybe. Um, would you in this week, would you speak to them in a new way in this mm-hmm. area? May they know that it's achievable through your strength, not their own strength. Um, and I pray they just rest in you, yeah. knowing that, if you've called them to something, you're not going to abandon them in it. Um, you're not going to make them figure it out on their own. That They can choose to seek you and ask you for help and um, go to others and uh, seek their counsel too. Um, they're not abandoned. There's not um, no hope. You just love us and you're with us and for us. Um, so thank you for what you've done on the cross. Thank you for what you're going to do in all of our lives. Thank you for how you're going to speak to us this week on being set apart and thank you for those around us who are going to see the light of christ in us as we choose to love you and obey you um yeah in your name i pray amen amen well we hope that you enjoyed this podcast ladies i've loved having this conversation with all of you um we will see you next monday but in the meantime if you have not signed up for woman conference you should yes, totally uh, do that um we'll be there all of us hey oh, just kidding you can one sign person up won't at, be but <laughs> you can funny. sign up at womanconference.tv um and i will say just a quick little plug we are going to do a panel at woman um 
I can't remember the name. I should probably know this, but basically the preference <laughs> is, is the world's truth and God's truth and like mm-hmm. how they kind of go next to each other. And yeah. um, we're just going to examine some of the truth that the world is putting in front of us. And so I think it goes along with this topic. So anyways, we love you guys. I love hope you, you have a great week. Deuces. We'll see you next week. <laughs>